0: Welcome to the Boss Level. My name is Enigma. I am your evil supervillain and host here today. I am also a 15-year video game industry veteran. I am also a lifelong gamer, game console collector, and a part-time Twitch streamer. Hope you are having a great week so far. Happy Monday to you. I would post these on Monday morning, so uh, hopefully uh, whichever you're doing on the way to school, on the way to work, whatever's going on, I hope uh, you're doing well and we're going to have a little bit of fun today with uh, a good topic that I'm really looking forward to talking about. But before we get into that, let's go ahead and get our good housekeeping out of the way. First, do our little couple of ad reads that I have. First of all, it's not an ad read, but it's a self-promotion. shameless self-promotion, you know, is that uh, my name is Evil Enigma on Twitch and and Twitter, and that you can find me uh, mostly on Twitter, posting throughout the week. I do stream twice a week on Twitch at Evil Enigma, and uh, right now we are uh, probably... Neck deep into Final Fantasy 16. I don't know how much farther we have to go, but I'm recording this after my Sunday morning stream on the on the 13th. Uh, so tomorrow, I'm, you'll you'll hear this, that, you know, after I'm recording it. But we beat the big dragon. We finally beat that big bloody dragon, which I was like, wow. And I, I I read some stuff about it that said you had to be nearly level 50, and we did it at level 42. So awesome, awesome, awesome. But we are uh, neck deep into Final Fantasy XVI. And uh, I stream on Friday nights and Sunday mornings. Usually it's between 9 p.m. to midnight or so. Uh, I stream for three hours at a time. So if I don't get on until 9.30, I'll stream till 12.30. Uh, Central Standard Time on Friday nights, 9 to noon, Chicago time. Sunday mornings. So I definitely hope I will see you there. Feel free to drop by. I do pride myself on being a very uh, easy to talk to type of person. Uh, you know, I'm not one of those streamers who looks down on people for their opinions and things like that. You know, a couple months ago, I was playing Ninja Turtles, and a young man came in and was talking to me about his love for the last series, which I had never seen. Uh, but he was he loved it, and that was his thing. As he was very very passionate about it, and while. You know, I always look at the original series as being the best series. I will not sit here and and tell anybody that their love for something is unwarranted. So, um, and I just just love the passion that people have for stuff like that. So, I am very, very uh, approachable and very accepting of what other people think. So, I definitely hope I will see you uh, on Twitter, or on Twitch, I mean. And follow me on Twitter as well. That's where I'm most active. Uh, I do try to post funny stuff during the week. I do try to make people laugh, try to make people smile, even if I'm not having a great day. I still want to make sure I, I do my best to make sure you're having a great day. So, uh, don't do me a favor and follow me on those two platforms. And and uh, you know, let let me know. Talk to me. I will definitely talk to you. I will definitely take in the, you know take your consideration if you have suggestions for the podcast topics, things like that. Talk to me. I would love love to to hear more from you. So. That being said, I'm also a member of Team Dragonfire, which is a small streaming team, and a content creator for the Kindred Knights, which means we have our own line of hot sauces over at kindrednations.com. Pull out that E at the end of Kindred. Put the number 3 in, because that's the way you kids spell it these days. And check out our big line of hot sauces we have over there. And I'll tell you a quick... And and I don't... I, when I do these reads, guys, this is not a read. This is just off the top of my head. Uh, I'm going to tell you a true story. I was, uh, this week... I think it was Wednesday. And I ordered a pizza from a very large pizza chain here in the United States, and uh, it, just as I say that, you had two or three brands come to your mind immediately. It's one of those brands. It's probably the first one that came to your mind, and that's all I will say as to which brand it was. And uh, the guy brought the pizza, and it was, and and we were started eating it, and I was like, this is this is a very mediocre pie, quite frankly. It really was, but but. Uh, I, I did manage to get a bottle of the bacon berserker sauce, Grizzly's bacon berserker sauce from Kindred Nations uh, a couple days prior, and I applied some of that to the pizza, and let me tell you, it made that pizza delicious. Uh, so go over there and check out that hot sauce, the ba- Grizzly's bacon berserker sauce. Grizzly's a good friend of mine. He got me involved with with uh, Kindred Na- uh, the Kindred Knights once I uh, joined Team Dragonfire. Really good dude, and uh, his sauce is really good. I also like the... Uh, Honey garlic fire, that's a great sauce. I put that on baked beans, which you wouldn't think would, would actually work out that well, but it really is good. Uh, especially, you know, you go to the store and you get a, a, a can of green bean, uh, uh, baked beans. It's got like the brown sugar in it and stuff like that. The honey garlic fire is pretty good on that. And the night sauce, I like quite a bit as well. So go over there and check out our line of hot sauces. If you, if you wouldn't mind, if you do see something that strikes your fancy, please do me a favor. Use my code ENIGMA. That's E-N-Y-G-M-A, the way I spell it you know, the the Riddler way and uh, get yourself 10% off your order. If you do that, feel free to tag me on Twitter when you get it in and I will share that to everybody I know. And then I'm sure Team Dragonfire and the Kindred Knights will probably share it out to everybody they know. So if you want some social media interaction, you know, you over there, buy a bottle of hot sauce and just say, hey, look, I got the Honey Garlic Fire and like Enigma said, I'm putting it on baked beans. What do you think? And then we'll get you some social media interaction there if if possible. But don't forget, use the code Enigma, E-N-Y-G-M-A. And that actually helps out uh, my channel on Twitter or Twitch. Jeez, I keep getting Twitch and Twitter mixed up. Maybe that's why Elon's changing the name to X. So I won't do that anymore. <laughs> but use the code Enigma, please. E-N-Y-G-M-A, 10% off your order. I would greatly appreciate that. Uh, the last thing is, is that we're, we're trying to become partnered with Glitch Energy. That Glitch Energy glitch is uh, G-L-Y-T-C-H-E-N-E-G-E-R-G-E-R-G-E-R-G-E-R-G-E-R-G-E-R-G-E-R-G-E-R-G-E-R-G-E-R-G-E-R-G-E-R-G-E-R-G-E-R-G-E-R-G and they are an energy drink company. Just uh, you know, they, they have the powdered drinks that you put into a bottle of water. Shake it up and then you can have yourself a nice little treat right there. They have a very long list of, uh, of um, energy drinks over there. And But if you're like me and your doctor tells you not to drink energy drinks <laughs> like me, their Revive line is much more uh, your speed. They have some flavors over there in the Revive line than they are... Uh, uh, usual, they're, they're like sports drinks, so they got electrolytes and things like that. They're made for hydration and, uh, and recovery for you know for workouts and things like that. I don't work out, but I do like the flavor of it, especially the Blackberry Lemonade. The Blackberry Lemonade, guys, is seriously one of the best drinks I've ever had. Go over there, check out their stuff. If you like the energy drinks, they have a whole bunch of really good flavors. In fact, I wish they'd take some of those flavors and put them in the Revive line, if you're listening to Glitch Energy. Uh, I'd love to try the Cherry Bomb. I'd love to try the Maui Punch, but those are energy drinks, and uh, my doctor says not to drink those. So, (laughs) uh, because it's it's not good for my heart. And um, but but I do I do really enjoy the Revive line. Please go check that out. They are uh, zero calories, zero sugar, and uh, zero caffeine. In the revive line, there, they're they're really. It's just a like the electrolytes, are like a sports drink, but at the same time, it tastes good. So if you get tired of drinking water all the time, boom, stick a little spoonful of that into there, shake it up, and mix it up, and then you have yourself a really nice drink. Uh, go over there and use the code Dragon X Fire. That's Dragon X, the letter X Fire, and you'll get fifteen percent off your order. It was ten; they bumped it up to fifteen for us. And uh, get your guys some uh, some wonderful wonderful drinks. They also have some supplements over there, some stuff that'll help you sleep, you know, things like that. Nothing medical. It's not uh, it's not narcotics or anything like that. It's all natural supplements. Uh, go over there and check their stuff out. Use the code DragonXFire get fifteen percent off your order, and that helps get Team DragonFire uh, a little a little more in the world today. Because every right now the the currency of today and creation is endorsements and ads. So. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to me do that, guys. Again, those aren't really ad reads. Everything that I I talk about is how I actually feel about it. It's it's not something that I I hide behind or or you know I don't have a piece of paper here saying hey you know Enigma read this. Make sure you mention this. I I don't do that. I I do not. Uh, everything that I I talk about here, I I am giving you the the straight gospel from my own opinion. Uh, I would not tell you otherwise. So please don't think for one second. Well, he's just shilling kindred nation's hot sauce and he doesn't really drink uh, like hot sauce i do i do like hot sauce but uh i wouldn't sell it to you if i didn't think it was good okay so please go over there and and check out that stuff it does help me out it does help out team dragon fire and, and i greatly appreciate that So, we do have some news to talk about this week. There is a couple of news bits that we're going to touch on before we get to the main event. The first thing is, is apparently Rockstar Games is going to release the original Red Dead Redemption on the PlayStation 4 and the Nintendo Switch. Uh, Now, here's the interesting thing about that. They're charging a premium price for it, and they are not remastering they're not adding anything to it they're not remaking it it's just a straight port of the original game and they're charging $49.99 for it and let me tell you that's insane okay that is that is completely insane now Rockstar makes a lot of money they they Grand Theft Auto 5 has made them a whole ton of money Grand Theft Auto makes them a whole ton of money uh I every time they release a game again it, it, they they make a lot of money I who am I to tell Rockstar Games that uh, what they're doing is wrong. Oh, wait, yeah, um, a 15-year industry veteran. That's right. Uh, you cannot release a game that's 15 years old with no improvements, especially these days where you have the digital remasters for high definition and 4K and things like that. Uh, you cannot release the same game and charge a premium price for it and expect it to really do that well. I, I do not agree with Rockstar on this. Now, they'll sell some because they Rockstar has their their uh, their fan base just like anybody else does. You know, uh, I personally was a Square Enix guy for a very long time. Than anything Square Enix put out, I felt like I was legally obligated to purchase. I completely understand and and get the whole uh what do they call it? Stan culture, I think is what the kids call it these days. Sticking behind a company no matter what they do. The, every company's got them. That being said, uh charge again, charging fifty dollars for a game that's fifteen years old and you're not really adding anything to the game or making it better for any way, I think that's gonna be a problem for them. I do. I just it's it's just you know, you charge if you want to charge 30 bucks for it, okay. You know what? The, to me, 30 bucks is probably the ceiling to it, because you do have to you know, you want to make some money on the back end there, and you, of course, you have to recover for for the physical copy, putting together the the uh, the physical media and things like that. I completely understand that part of it, but I but fifty bucks is is a premium price. It's a very premium price. I, I realize now we have games that are sixty and seventy dollars a pop, and and I understand that too. But but fifty bucks is still not cheap. That's a very premium price again for a product that's that old. I don't know where they get their Their news from, but the they did say. I believe the CEO said that it would. It was in line with uh, commercial standards or something, is some to the the effect of what he said. And I just was. To me, that's very out of touch to say it like that and and to really uh, go through with that. You want to offer value to your customer as opposed to trying to get as much out of them, which is what this is to me. This is very much. What to me, what they're doing is, is they are trying to get as much out of their customer rather than giving them a value for the, for their dollar. And that that is my opinion only. Uh, you know, maybe they if they were if they were remastering it, which you know how I feel about remasters. I don't like them. Uh, but if they were putting together this package that was like, you know what? We have Red Dead Redemption. We're including all the DLC, which they might be doing anyway. We're remastering it for high definition in 4K. We're uh, adding some controller functionality for the for the PlayStation 4. Uh, we're giving you this on the Switch. You know, you, they have to they, they add things to it, but they just said it's a straight port. It's a straight port, and they're not really adding anything, and uh, I don't know. It's just, it's strange. It'll be out later this year, but uh, yeah, it's it's, uh, we'll see how it does, we'll see how it does, because if you remember, uh, Rockstar did the same thing with the Grand Theft Auto series, they did that, that port remaster, I'm using air quotes remaster, that they, for the first, not the first three, but Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, and San Andreas, and that didn't do that well either, I don't think, I mean, it did okay, it did fine, it's Grand Theft Auto, but I don't remember it blowing the doors off anything, right, I mean, Rockstar kind of got in a more trouble over that than anything I think there was a lot of people who were upset at the ports because they were so poor so we'll see how this goes with uh, with Red Dead Redemption. I know there's a lot of people who like the Red Dead Redemption series quite a bit uh, but right now you can go online and you can go into your local your local uh, secondhand game store not the one not, not GameStop but uh, you know we have local stores here that sell uh, used video games and you can get Red Dead Redemption one. For like less than fifteen bucks, so so, and that's on like the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3. Chances are those games are going to uh, be better as well because they're not ports; they're the actual games and the consoles they were made for. So they're going to probably look a little, you know, a little better, and they play a little better because of the controller functionality. You know, uh, there's nothing really worse to me than a really poor port of a game. If you, yesterday uh, within recent memory, I'm looking at Skyward Sword, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword that they released on the Wii, and uh, that was a crappy port. Okay, that was a very crappy port of a game. I tried to stream it, and I could not because the controls were so bad. And again, it was one of those type of things that it was not made for the Switch. If Nintendo had any sort of... Uh, Scruples about that, or any sort of internal audit process with Skyward Sword, they should have put in there a, a an option for people to play it with no motion controls. And unfortunately, that's not how Skyward Sword plays. And uh, I, I'm afraid we're going to get a lot of the same thing with this uh, port of Red Dead Redemption. It'll probably look and play okay, but it's going to need. It's not going to be the experience that Red Dead Redemption Two is, quite frankly. So. Uh, that's that's my opinion. Uh, yeah, I know that's probably going to offend some folks, but I I just I just don't, don't see how you release a fifteen year old game, and you're charging premium price for it with no enhancements and no remasters and no nothing. So, second part of news is actually a little more exciting for me, and that is that the uh, South Park Twitter account announced and put the trailer out for the brand new South Park video game coming out next year. It's called Snow Day. And it looks like uh, it's going to go th- complete 3D. Uh, if you've, I've streamed the other two South Park games recently, actually, uh, the the uh, Stick of Truth and the Fractured Butthole. And if you've seen those games, you know that the art style and everything looks exactly like the TV shows. It's all computer generated now, but it, the original South Park games were or uh, episodes and such were done with card, uh, cardboard. Were done with construction paper and then once it became really popular and it became cheaper for them to actually outsource it to a company to do computer graphics in that style that's what they do now Uh, now the truth is is that uh, those are hilarious games i love those two games very much i'm looking very forward to uh i always look forward to playing them but the new game i'm looking forward to and it's going to have a little bit different of an art style because it's uh, it's going to be 3D. They're going to have a 3D art style with it, and uh, the the trailer shows you Cartman standing on a top of a snow you know, a snow hill, and he's dressed like a wizard. And it looks like it's going to be uh, some sort of how do I say this? It's kind of even hard for me to put this. It looks like it's going to be some sort of like battle game of some sort, like some sort of really. 3D war kind of game but it is South Park we don't know what it's going to play like graphics are all in 3D I know that Trey Parker and Matt Stone and all the folks that they get to do South Park voices will probably be back to do I mean of course Trey Parker and Matt Stone will but because of the creators and they still do it to this day uh, but they'll have their everyone who does voices come in and do do voices for the, the you know the characters that, that uh, voice them now. And I, I I'm looking forward to, sp- to playing it. I'm looking forward to seeing more about it. I uh, I love the humor of South Park. I've been a South Park fan since the very beginning back in the 90s when we first uh, turned on the TV on Comedy Central on Wednesday night and watched it. And <laughs> it was you know I was a young adult at that point, and my brother was getting up there too. He's a little, he's five years younger than I am. And when Cartman's mom talks about uh, a kitty that's going to sleep with mommy tonight, <laughs> my brother and I looked at each other like, what the heck are we watching? So uh, we we have been, I have been a South Park fan for forever. And uh, I will continue to be a South Park fan. And uh, I'm looking very forward to playing Snow Day. Uh, as soon as I saw it, I said, this is going to be a game I'm going to stream. There's no doubt I'm going to stream that when it comes out. So check out my deal. You Don't know, forget my Twitter. My Twitter. I did it again. My Twitch account at Evil Enigma, and of course my Twitter account. I'll tell you when I'm going to play it, but it'll be when it comes out. I'm look. It said 2024 is a release date. We have no uh, information on it besides that at this point. Usually, the way that uh, these games go with South Park is I get delayed once or twice. So we'll see what happens. I know that the Stick of Truth went through a lot of development problems because of uh, Ubisoft. I believe was was there were some problems with them, but. We'll see what happens. I'm, I'm I am looking very forward to uh, to playing it and seeing more about it. It is a direct sequel, I believe, to the first two games because uh, Cartman plainly calls out the new kid, and that's your character in the first two games is new kid. So it does appear to be a direct sequel, and I am looking forward to seeing more about it. Uh, keep up with me on uh, you know social media and such, and I will share everything I possibly can as I find out about it. And uh, you know. Should be some pretty cool stuff going on with that game. So I'm looking forward to it. I hope I hope you are too. And uh, keep up with me on Twitter and Twitch, and I will definitely play it when it comes out. So let's go ahead and get into the main event, the main event as to why I am uh, actually recording this podcast. And that's to talk about, in my very humble opinion, the greatest American football game series of all time, Tecmo Bowl. Now, uh, it is Tecmo Bowl quite frankly, and I love Tecmo Bowl. I, I love the entire series. Well, I love the one, the original ones. Basically, Tecmo Bowl has gone through this kind of uh, difference. There, there's been some different iterations of Tecmo Bowl. First of all, we have the first, basically the first four games. You had Tecmo Bowl, then Tecmo Super Bowl, and then on the uh, later consoles, we had Tecmo Super Bowl 2 II and 3 on the Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. Those are the gold standard of football games. After that, we had one on the PlayStation 1 that wasn't that great. We had one that came out downloadable on the Xbox 360 or the Wii. I can't remember which one it was. Maybe it was all of them. wasn't that great. Uh, and I want to say that they tried it again, but uh, but they didn't do a real good job with it. So uh, what we're going to talk about today is going to be the first iteration of Tecmo Bowl. The first one, the uh, Tecmo Super Bowl, and then the, the two sequels to Tecmo Super Bowl. The first four games in the series, basically. And uh, the reason why, to me, they're the greatest football games of all time is that they're simple to play. Anyone can play them. My my girlfriend, who does not play video games whatsoever, if I loaded up Tech Mobile right now, she could understand how to play it. It's very simple to play. And it's it's just a lot of fun. It, it just is. You, you choose a guy on defense. You go smash the dude with the ball. If you're on the offense, you pick a burning play or a passing play, and then you either you just try not to get tackled. It's so simple but so fun. And uh, basically the way that the game is set up, and, and we're gonna get into some other stuff, but the, the the mechanics of the game are very simple. You have in the first game, you basically have Four plays. You're and depending on the team that you are using will depend on what four plays they are. But for most teams, it is you have two running plays and two passing plays. And you choose which play on offense you want to run. And on defense, you choose the play that you think the offense is going to run. And if you choose correctly on defense, you automatically just smash the quarterback. You just go back there and 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 tackle them for a loss. Uh, so you have a, you basically have a quarter of a chance that you're going to end up sacking the quarterback. There's no choosing specific defenses in the original Tecmo Bowl. You have a you basically are trying to just defend against what plays you know they're going to run. It's not like when you play Madden and you have all these different setups and all these different formations and all these different plays for each formation. It is not like that. It's very rudimentary. It's simple. There are four plays. You choose the one that you want to run, or you're choosing the one you think that they are going to run. And that's is how the game works it, it now it does it sound like it's too simple yeah it does sound like it's too simple but it's really not because uh, it's it's just the chance you're choosing right you, you will choose right but it's most of the time you still gonna have to play defense so you have to you know or play or play or correctly get to the right guy who's not being covered there there are parts of the game like for instance if you are running a passing play and and the defense chooses a passing play. A lot of receivers might still be covered. Some of your receivers might still be covered. So you have to find the one receiver who's not being covered. Sometimes it's your running back. Sometimes it's your tight end. Sometimes it's that wide receiver at the very top who's running down the field. You have to pay attention to who's there, you know, who's uh, who's open. It's not as simple as, well, they chose the wrong play, so I'm free to do whatever I want. No, because they're still going to come after you. You're still You can still get tackled for a loss. So it's, it's just really well done, and uh, the way that, that that plays, how simple it is, but still difficult to master in a way. Uh, now, we need to talk about, a li- we need to get into the business of things real quick before we go any further. And, and Tecmo Bowl, the original Nintendo Tecmo Bowl, had the license to use the NFLPA PA players and numbers and and names, okay? They did not have an NFL license. So So you would turn on the game and you would select Chicago, and the Chicago team would have blue uniforms, you know, white and blue uniforms, just like the Chicago Bears do, but they were not the Chicago Bears. However, it was a Chicago Bears team. If you went ahead and you looked at the names of all the players at that time, and the night what, what year was that nineteen eighty seven or when when the game came out, you know that guy in the backfield of, of uh, the Chicago backfield was Walter Payton. You know, and he was one of the best running backs in the whole game. He's one one of the best running backs of all time, Walter Payton. So. They did have the rights to use the names and like, well, likenesses weren't a big deal back then, but the names and the numbers of the players, but they didn't have the rights to use the NFL in the first Tecmo Bowl. And that being said, there also was not every team that it was not available. So me being a, a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers the way that I am, uh, Pittsburgh was not in the original Tecmo Bowl. And I can remember I actually played the original, and I was trying to figure out which team had the best offenses and the best defenses. And I played through a season with every one of the teams and wrote down the scores of every everyone just so I could see which teams had the best offense and the best defense. And I think I came up with the – I think I found out that the uh, Giants, New York Giants, just New York – were uh, the best defensive team and and, uh, the best offensive team, I want to say. I was Cleveland, I want to say, quite frankly. But there is another meme we need to talk about with this, and it is a meme. It's a meme into itself because of how famous uh, this has uh, become. And that is Bo Jackson, uh, Los Angeles Raiders. And at the time, they were the Los Angeles Raiders. If you are not a big football fan... Uh, You would not know that you might, you might, if you're not a big football fan, you wouldn't know about the Raiders. Now the Raiders now are the Las Vegas Raiders. When they were founded, they were the Oakland Raiders. They moved to Los Angeles. They became the Los Angeles Raiders. They, then they went back to Oakland. So they were the Oakland Raiders again, and now they're the Las Vegas Raiders. So uh, Bo Jackson is in the backfield for uh, the Oakland Raiders, for the Los Angeles Raiders. And he was amazing. Like he was by far the the best player in the whole game. If you handed the ball to him, that uh, he would just score almost every time, unless the defense was called. The correct defense was called against him. But he was so good. And uh, there's a there's a famous video out there. It's very famous of you of of him handing off the ball. The guy who started off on the one yard line, his own one yard line. He handed the ball off to Bo. Bo Jackson runs all the way to the one yard line. Turns around the, the other one-yard line, runs all the way down the field to the other one-yard line, turns around, runs back to his own end zone, and then runs all the way back and scores a touchdown. Very famous meme. It's out there right now. You can Google it. It's been out. It's been around forever. And uh, the funny thing about that is, I think they put that on Family Guy once, and then Fox tried to copyright claim the guy who made the video, saying this is this is property of Fox. And then. They had to come back and say, "Okay, no, actually, we took his video, so it's his property. We use. We should probably pay him <laughs> because we used his video." But uh, that's a very famous meme. Uh, the Tech Mobile is so good, though, guys. I just, I, I, I just can't. Words just can't describe how good it is. Now you can play it now. It is on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, down uh, the download thing. If you're online with the Nintendo Switch, you pay for the online uh, package. The NES Tekemobile is there, but they removed all of the players' names and such. So it's still the same game. It's still the same, you know, the same teams. Everyone, Bo Jackson's back there. He's not. He doesn't say Bo Jackson, but that's that's who it is. It's Bo Jackson. He's still really good back there. So you can download and play it. See see it for yourselves. What you cannot download and play these days legally are going to be the sequels. Now. Uh Tecmo Bowl of course was so good, and and we need to go into some more of the business part of it. Okay, the reason why I said earlier that it, it had the NFLPA license, which is the players' union, it did not have an NFL license because both licenses are were very uh, expensive to get. Even if you look at the original John Madden football games, the EA ones, they didn't have an NFL license. They were they again. They look they had their players. Uh, the numbers anyway. They didn't have the names. They had the numbers. But you know, all the they would have like the two New York teams. One would be the the New York would be the blue and white, which would be the Giants. And then they'd have New Jersey, which would be green and white. When that was actually the New York Jets. So they would they would often do that with uh, with their teams and uh, and with, with with these games where yeah, that you could afford to 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 get the license to one or the other. You could either have an NFL license or an NFLPA license. It was difficult to get both of them because they were they were expensive. Now, if you're if you're not aware of how it works with independent contractors, and that is what football players are considered, uh, we hear that term a lot in professional wrestling, in particular. The reason why uh, wrestlers don't have health insurance is because they're not employees, and it's a little different with the NFL because they negotiate things with the union. Wrestlers don't have a union, but they do have bargaining rights, as you know, and they do get uh, different. Uh, perks from from the NFLPA union that they negotiate with the NFL. Now, the thing is is that if you are going to use the name and likeness of a player because of the way things have broken down with with the union and things like that as independent contractors, they must be compensated for it. So it's it's how am I trying to say this? The the NFL has the right to if you if you are going to have the Dallas Cowboys in a game, okay? And we're going to get to that in a second. You have to pay the NFL for the rights to use the Dallas Cowboys, Pittsburgh Steelers, New England Patriots, whatever. You have to pay them for the, the those rights. Now, if they have the NFL PA light, if they if they're going to use the names and the, and the of the players and the numbers of the players, you have to pay them because it's it's their it's uh, their like name and likeness as well. So you have to pay both entities to have the rights to make a proper NFL game. Now, these days we have the John Madden football series. It's been exclusive to have the NFL and the NFL PA license forever. So right now you, uh, load up a copy of John Madden football. You, uh, load up the, you know, the, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, Team name is there, and they're going to have the the, uh, the rosters usually pretty close to being correct. There's always little things, but and it's the same thing with any other team. So that's it's like that. But what, what back then it wasn't always that way. You could go to the store and get uh, any sports game, just about any sports game. You could, uh, for instance, a big one that my brother wanted when uh, on the Super Nintendo was was uh, Troy Aikman football. Troy Aikman football. Uh, had the NFL license, okay, but the only guy in the whole game that was right and was real and was paid for his likeness and all that stuff was Troy Aikman, the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Now, if you use the Dallas Cowboys in that game, yeah, all of the guys vaguely were were very much like the Dallas Cowboys of that time. So the guy in the backfield was Emmett Smith, but it wasn't Emmett Smith. It went, they didn't call him Emmett Smith. He might not have the same number, but boy, oh boy, he still could run like Emmett Smith. The only guy in the whole game that would, in, in that game, that made any money, uh, was was Troy Aikman. And then the NFL got their license as well. So you saw that happen a lot. And it just wasn't NFL. The same thing happened in baseball. The Ken Griffey Jr. baseball game on the Super Nintendo, for instance. Ken Griffey Jr. played for the Seattle Mariners at that time. He was the only real player in the game. Now, if you were loading up that game and and you were using, for instance, the San Francisco Giants... Which they did have an MLB license. You load up the Giants. Their number four and five hitter was this guy, who number twenty-five, who played left field, who had really good stats. He could he could hit. He had a ten in hitting and a ten in in power. Who could that possibly be? Well, his name wasn't legally Barry Bonds, but it was Barry Bonds. And you could go in and change all the names and things like that. Same thing happened with the, with the NFL. So to have a game that had both an NFL PA license and an NFL license was very, very rare because of how much money it would cost the developers and publishers to do so. You wouldn't you would see one, but you wouldn't see the other. Some games would be NFL endorsed, some games would be NFLPA endorsed. You didn't see a lot of them that had both of them. And the first one I played that did was indeed, the sequel the Tecmo Bowl Tecmo Super Bowl on the Super Nintendo on the, on the regular Nintendo and something that these game the these games had they were correct to the rosters at the time they were correct with the team names the team logos the whole nine yards you and it did something that I had never seen and I know that there were there were games before that did this so I'm not saying it was the first but it was the first one to me that it had you could play a full season you could uh, sim the entire season, you could if you went into week one and you were playing like I'm just I'm Pittsburgh Steelers, so I'm just saying I would use the Pittsburgh Steelers. Here I am playing I'll play Cincinnati in week one, and then uh, I have to sim the rest of the week because I'm not using the rest of the teams. So you'd sim the rest of the week and then week two, you would play Cleveland and then you'd sim the rest of the week. you know that that's how. That game went. In fact, this was back before the Baltimore Ravens were a thing. This was back before the Jacksonville Jaguars. It was back before the Carolina Panthers. It was uh, the Rams, I think, were still in Los Angeles. It was before their move to St. Louis. So, technically, the Los Angeles Rams were still the L.A. Rams at that point. And they've moved moved all over the place. Arizona had the Cardinals still. Uh, So, I mean, they did have teams that were as as, – Close as they possibly could at the time, and they were loyal to what it was at the time. The New England Patriots didn't have their their silver helmets at the time; they had the white helmets. The Tennessee Titans weren't around yet; they were still the Houston Oilers. So, there were differences. If you play it now, you'll definitely see differences between uh, what was what you see now and what was what was right then. Okay, it was as accurate as could be then, but there were teams that were not obviously not around yet, and teams that had moved around a little, things of that nature. But at the same time. It still played the same way. It was uh, it, they expanded on the plays a little bit. I mean, there was you could choose passing or running plays, and then they would you know do that, and then you could choose a more exact defense. But the truth is, is that the game was was really well done and, and evolved properly. Uh, it you could play an entire season. It would keep track of the stats. You would play through the playoffs and see who wins the Super Bowl. It kept track of your stats. So if you were uh, using a team that you wanted to have your, the top rusher in the league, you actually could track that between games. Is going to league leaders and check out uh, who was leading the league in rushing, who was leading the lead in passing, and, and all that. It would track your defense. Who's got the best defense in the game? Who's got the uh, this season, I should say. Who's got the best um, you know offense in this of the season? It it tracked all of that for you, and it was so cool to see that. Because uh, you know you might be playing as as your favorite team and and you want to win all you know w- win the, the Super Bowl, but at the same time there was that feeling of accomplishment that you also had the top receiver in the league or you had the top rusher in the league. So uh, I I just love the way it, it tracked all the stats like that. It was so well done, and uh, it is the best game, the best American football game on the uh, on the regular Nintendo. Tecmo Super Bowl is by far uh, that. Now they did released two more games for the Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis, Tecmo Super Bowl II and Tecmo Super Bowl Three, And uh, they were also... They were, first of all, they were very limited runs, especially two. Two is very difficult to find. But uh, they did do those. And I remember Tecmo Super Bowl Three because I still own it. And uh, you could make teams. You could make players. And then uh, you could sim through seasons and you could level up players' abilities. So you would, you would make a wide receiver... And uh, you could look at his stats and go, okay, he's got uh, – I want him to be really fast. I want him to have great hands for catching. And and you could level up those stats as you played so you could turn your, your players into – these superstars, these amazing players, just by playing, you know, simming through seasons or playing seasons with them and making them better through interaction. And you could make a player at almost any position. I want to say, if I'm not mistaken, you could make an entire team and and make your own players and, and level up the way you wanted to. Maybe you wanted a tight end that was a little faster instead of a, a, a blocking tight end. You could totally do that. It was so well done and so great. I played a lot of Tecmo Super Bowl Three on the Super Nintendo. As I said, I still own it. Uh, I, I just, I love the way that that game plays and I just, I, I miss what Tecmo Bowl was. Uh, now, these days, as I said earlier, the official license to the NFL PA is exclusively held by Electronic Arts and so is the NFL license, the NFL uh, team license is exclusive to uh, Electronic Arts. Uh, therefore, if any football game that you see, you might see a football game that has like classic players on it or something like that, but, uh, you don't, you will not see, uh, at least to the, my knowledge anyway, any game outside of Madden football, having the, the, uh, the team names and the uniforms and the players all being there. That's why Madden is such a big deal every year. Uh, Madden's about to come out if it hasn't already. Uh, over the next couple of weeks, and chances are, someone's going to run a you know a, a news story. It'll be on ESPN or Sports Illustrated or whatever. That hey, we simmed the new Madden, and here's who's going to win the Super Bowl. You know things like that, it, and it was big. But but uh, I really do miss. Uh, Tecmo Bowl being Tecmo Bowl it was so simple in the way that the game was set up It was so simple to play. It was easy to play. It looked great. It's tracked everything the way I wanted it to uh, y- You could ma- build yourself a dynasty on some of these games and just continue to, to win Super Bowls over and over again I cannot say enough wonderful things about the series of Tecmo Bowl It's it's just that good and uh, what the funny thing is Total Japanese company, guys. Tecmo is Pol- Tecmo a Japanese company, and they made the best football game on the planet for a long time. And it's because of games like Tecmo Bowl that Electronic Arts ended up buying the license or getting the licenses uh, to the NFL and the NFLPA exclusively because they, they knew they could not, that there would be somebody out there who would make a better mousetrap. There would be someone out there who would make a better game than they did. So they reacted the only way they really could, and it's like, okay, someone could make a better football game than us. But if you want to play the official teams with the official players, you have to play Madden NFL 2000, whatever. Uh, and and unfortunately, that's locked a lot of companies out. Now I don't know if Tecmo would have continued to make uh, Tecmo Bowl. I mean they they've tried, uh, as I said earlier, the PlayStation One version. They did make a PlayStation One version of Tecmo Bowl, and guess what? It wasn't very good. Uh, I think they released a, another attempt at it on the on as downloadable on the Uh, Xbox 360 and such and it wasn't that good either they did try to compete a couple of times but nothing recaptures the old school uh, pixels and and uh, Nintendo and Super Nintendo Sega Genesis graphics of the football game because it was just so simple it was so easy to play anybody could do it anybody could get good at it because a lot of it was guesswork Uh, it wasn't a lot of skill-based stuff at least not a lot I mean obviously there was people who were better better skilled at it and you would you could tell but the truth is is that getting into it was so simple because getting into it uh, was luck a lot of it was luck and it just really was a a dang near perfect sports experience Uh, you really didn't even have to be a fan of football like we talked about John Madden or not John Madden Mike Tyson's punch out last week Uh, I said you know you don't really have to be know a lot about boxing to play it. Same thing with Tech Bowl is it's you you have uh, your players and they wouldn't let you usually commit any sort of uh, penalty, so you didn't have to know all the rules. Every once in a while you'd see pass interference in some of the later games, but there was none of this uh, offsides or encroachment or anything like that. The game basically made you play by the rules, so it's uh, it wasn't like a lot of uh, sports simulators where you have to be aware of well you can't do this because. Or, you know, Madden is like that. You can go off sides. You can late hit a quarterback. You can do pass interference. But in Tecmo Bowl didn't let you do any of that, which was a, another reason why it was so easy to get into. You didn't have to know a lot about football to play the game. And it was a lot of fun, it, it really was, and like I said, I, I miss, I really do miss playing it. So, uh, these days you can play Tecmo Bowl, as I said on the Nintendo Switch, the Tecmo Super Bowl, the better version, is not available anywhere that I've seen, I mean, it's available if you know where to look, but legally, it's, it's not available anywhere, uh, Tecmo Super Bowls 2 and 3, also not available anywhere, legally, I mean, if you know where to look, you can find it, but... Overall, it's only available. It's not available uh, outside of owning the original cartridges. Uh, Tecmo Super Bowl Two, I believe, is the hardest one to get. I, I believe it is the one that is the hardest to get. The best one, though, overall to me, is Tecmo Super Bowl Three because you can make your pl- make your own players and and uh, sim multiple seasons and dynasties and all and all that sort of thing. So uh, I I do tell you that that uh, that is is my favorite. So if you have the opportunity to get them. Uh, go ahead and, and do so I don't believe they're going to be cheap but the original tech mobile you can play right now on the Nintendo switch just load your sucker so load up that Nintendo online thing that for, for the NES it's one of the first games that they put on there it's right there all the players are not mentioned anymore you don't have the names they've removed all the names uh, but if you really want to know just uh, if you're a football fan you already know most of the names anyway Bo Jackson is He's not called Bo Jackson. he doesn't have a name, but it's Bo Jackson, you know uh, it so check that out if you want to. it's it's just eight-bit NFL or eight-bit American football at its absolute best. and uh, I don't think there's actually been a football game that's come close to those since now there are there are great good football games out there. There were some that were really really well made and there are fun football games, but to, to me, uh, there's never been anything that's been better than, uh, Tech Bowl as a series and and if they if tomorrow they announced they were taking Tech Bowl back and they had the rights to all the players and the rights to the teams again and they were taking it back to the 8-bit stuff where they, they do the retro thing that we see now or maybe do what they did with Street Fighter where they take hand-drawn f- players and make it look all that oh guys I would be all over that and I would be shouting from the rooftops that everybody needs to buy it because it's gonna be it would be so good so uh Yeah, if you want to, check that out. I'm sure you'll probably find some joy in it. And uh, it it just brings me joy just thinking and talking about it. So uh, that is what I wanted to talk about today. Let everybody know my feelings about the uh, Tech Mobile series and how good uh, football games were when there was competition out there. And, of course, these days there is no competition. Football games are very uh, stagnant and because... We see what we see with Electronic Arts having a stranglehold on the NFL license. There's not a lot of uh, innovation out there. They're just basically releasing the same product every year. That's all they have to do. Uh, If you're not aware of, of how EA does things, is they'll develop a new engine for Madden maybe once every four years. So they'll develop a new Madden engine and then... Use it for the next four years. They'll develop a new one as as uh, as they're releasing new games. But every version of Madden you see now is almost just basically a roster update to last year's Madden. Is all it really is. There's not a lot of change that they do to it. They'll tell you that there is. They'll tell you all day long. Oh, we've added this, and now there's that, and oh, we heard player people talk about how much they didn't like this. So we fixed that this year, but it's basically the same game as as, as last year. So Madden twenty, what well, we've been doing, Madden twenty four, right? Uh, is basically going to be Madden 23, just with uh, Josh Allen from the Buffalo Bills on the cover, and, <laughs> and it'll just be of. They'll update the rosters to show the draft and the sign, signees and trades and all that, and that's all it really is. Usually, so without innovation, without it, and without any competition, there's no innovation. So uh, that's that's the uh, thing about capitalism that a lot of people don't really seem to understand or get when they when they talk about the different uh, forms of of, uh, of um, societies, you know, with, with with capitalism, there's always this thing, well, it's about profitability. It really is not. It's about ownership of private property, uh, first and foremost, and the ability to innovate because the only way that you're going to see any sort of uh, innovation is through competition. Uh, look look through anything in history as far as uh, here in the, in the United States goes with, with business. You know, Henry Ford invents uh, the... Uh, the, he didn't invent the, the Model T. Well, he didn't invent the Model T. He didn't invent the automobile, but he, he invented the assembly line. He starts bringing out the Model Ts, and it takes other people to bring out cars as well to compete with the Model T. To that, finally, there's innovation. You know, if 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 it wasn't for other co- uh, other car companies releasing things to compete with the Model T, we might all still be driving Model Ts these days. So it, it just comes down to this that you always want there to be uh, innovation and, uh, and competition because through competition, there's it makes everybody better because you have to keep your game up. That's what competition is for. And uh, unfortunately, with, with the NFL games, there is no competition right now, so there's no innovation. It's all the same game every year. There's not a lot of change, and unfortunately, that has hurt, in my opinion, the uh, the, the the football video game for the for the most part it it really really has uh, now EA is probably making a whole ton of money off of it and NFL is as well because EA is paying for the paying for that license and they're probably also paying uh, on top of that a percentage of sales it wouldn't surprise me whatsoever but uh, overall. I would just really like to see the license go back to being whoever would, whoever can afford to pay for it does pay for it. And we actually see some competition out there so we can actually get some better games than, than what we've had uh, recently. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. I, I'm glad you've joined me. I, I hope uh, if you're not a football fan, I'm sorry. Uh, I know there's a lot of people who desperately don't like professional sports and I understand that, but uh Tecmo Bowl is great. <laughs> it's it is. Uh, if I were making a list of my top uh, football or my my top NES games, which one of these days I need to do, it would definitely be on the list of my like top twenty. It's it's that good. That is. It's not just the best football game I've ever played. It's one of the best games on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Tecmo Super Bowl in particular. So uh, if you if you have the ability to check that out, I, I hope you do. And, uh, if you're not uh, if you're not a big football fan it's still there it's still great so uh, please uh, you know if you can check it out if, you know if you, and if you don't like it you don't like it but to me it's it's the kind of game that uh, I cannot recommend enough to people and I definitely hope that uh, eventually we will see a more tech mobile but we'll see uh, thank you so much for joining me today I do greatly appreciate that now um, this next week I don't plan on changing my schedule any. Friday night, Sunday morning, as usual. Uh, before I go, though, I do want to, as I am wont to do, update people on what's going on. Uh, we are currently, as I'm recording this, 18 days away from my vacation to Italy. So uh, Thursday, the 31st, I will be jumping on an airplane and going to Europe for the very first time. I don't think Europe will ever be the same, having me uh, arch-villain the entire country of Italy, but... Uh, I'm going to Italy with my girlfriend. We're going to over there to have a good time. It's our first trip we've had in since before the pandemic. Our first real vacation. So uh, we're both very excited for it. But uh, and we and we might have some stuff going on where, you know, like on the weekends, we're still trying to take care of a couple odds and ends before we go. That week, though, after uh, obviously Thursday, of uh, her flying out. We're coming back on the eighth. So that weekend that's sandwiched in between there. Please do not count on me being. Uh, online to stream that Friday night and Sunday morning uh, uh, because I will not be here, obviously. Uh, I will update my Twitter. Or I'll try to since I've had some folks say that I should post pictures of my trip while I'm over there. That's entirely possible. Uh, I, I will do my best to, uh, to do that, but uh, I will not be streaming. I do plan on having a uh, podcast up that Monday, though. I need to record it early. I tried to record it yesterday, and it didn't turn out that good, so I'm going to have to record it again. Uh, but that is that is the plan right now, is that first weekend of September, I will not be here. Now, when we come back, we come back on the 8th, which is a Friday. I would not count on me being here that Friday either. But the Sunday, if uh, I can get out to uh, go get my copy of Starfield from my parents on now that weekend, which I, I will... Uh, maybe I'll do it on Sunday morning. We'll try to play some Starfield or something. We'll see. Depending on where we are with Final Fantasy. Because I want to get done with Final Fantasy 16 first. So uh, do please remember that I will not be on the first weekend of September. Because we will be on vacation. So uh, check out my Twitter account. You'll see more of my gallivanting over in Italy. All that good stuff. And uh, we're going. I'm going to get so fat over there. They're going to have to get a cargo plane to, to bring me back. With the netting and all that stuff to To keep me from falling out of the sky, but uh, we're we're really looking forward to, to going. It's it's our first vacation we've had in a very long time, and and uh, we're just I can't wait. And and I need I need it. I need a. Uh, if we weren't going to Italy, I would still want to take a week off, uh, at least from work, so I could uh, recharge my batteries. The past couple of months, I've had some some things at work that have uh, some things have been driving me a little nuts more than they should, and hopefully, I'm coming off of. Some anxiety problems that I've had. Anyone who uh, has been around uh, my streams knows that, and I talk about it openly, that I believe I've suffered from anxiety for a little while. Of, And I, I'm, I've never been officially diagnosed, but I did talk to somebody who told me, oh yeah, you definitely suffer from anxiety, and she was in the know. So uh, hopefully that's all past me now. Hopefully we're, we're, we've moved on to to bigger and better things. That is definitely my my plan. But uh, going over and, and having a real good, a real uh, vacation is going to be very, very helpful. Uh, not that I don't love streaming for you guys. I really do. I, I, I love streaming. I love recording the podcast. If uh, I had my druthers, if I could possibly uh, make a living streaming and, and, and recording podcasts instead of uh, working my nine to five, I would totally do it in a heartbeat. I, I love doing it that much. But uh, and, and I wouldn't be as uh, want to wanting to take a vacation, and leave and go somewhere. But uh, I definitely need to to do that and, and get get out of Dodge for a little bit. Every once in a while, you got to leave and and uh, recharge your batteries. And that's that's hopefully what we're doing here. That's what we're we're working on. So uh, that first weekend of uh, of September, please don't count on me being online uh, much to, for streaming or at all for streaming because I won't be here. I will do my best to update my Twitter account as we uh, move into, uh, as we go through the vacation. I will do my best to post pictures and things like that. But for the most part, uh, I will be gone for a week. Eight days, I'll be gone or nine days, whatever it is. And we're going to have a good time. So I I, I hope you will uh, follow me on Twitter so you can see that stuff. And I'll talk about it when I get back. I'll talk about it on a stream. I'll talk about it on podcasts. uh, One of my podcasts, my next podcast after that, I might come back and just, Spend half of it talking about all the fun we had in Italy. We'll see, we'll see. So, uh, f- don't forget to follow me on Twitter and Twitch, or X. What do they call it? My again, that's my way they do it. Uh, give me, a, give me a follow on those platforms. I'm at Evil Enigma. You can find me. I'm Evil Enigma on both of those. E N Y G M A, the way I spell it. You can find me over there. Feel free to talk to me. Fe- please feel free to interact. Feel free to ask me questions. Feel free to. To uh, make suggestions, if you want to hear me talk about anything on the podcast, please feel free to just say, Hey, Enigma, have you ever uh, played this on the Nintendo? You know, and if if I have the uh, ability to talk about it, I most certainly will. Now, truth is, is that there are games out there in, in this day and time that I am not an expert on, and I will not be able to talk a lot about. For instance, Fortnite. Never played it. Never played Fortnite. So... Uh, all I can tell you is the business part of Fortnite and all the all the money that it makes and how popular it is. But I can't genuinely tell you how I feel about Fortnite because I've never played it. So uh, I I will do I would do my best to talk about it, but it's definitely not the kind of thing where I would say that uh, I I could offer an educated opinion as to uh, the, what goes on in Fortnite because I've never played it. So uh go ahead and give me a follow on those platforms i would appreciate that talk to me let me know what's going on Uh, as we continue to do podcasts i do plan on covering more news as it happens and i will also do game reviews one when they are needed and uh, of course then you can find me on streaming as well friday nights and sunday mornings except that weekend where i'm going to be in italy i also i guess before i leave i should go ahead and uh, mention i will be at twitchcon at least for one or two days. I don't know uh, which ones yet. But I have a ticket to TwitchCon. We will be in Vegas. Uh, now, if you want to meet my girlfriend, she will not be there. <laughs> we're, we're going together. She will be in Las Vegas with me. But she will be doing other things besides hanging around with me at TwitchCon. So if you're looking, just talk to the boss. Unfortunately, she won't be there. But uh, I will, at, at least for one day. So we'll, we'll see what happens. And I've never been, so we'll see. What happens with all that? But uh, go ahead and, and uh, keep up with me on Twitter and Twitch, and I will talk to everybody here coming up soon. Uh, hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Hope you'll uh, interact with me on Twitter, and I'll try to do my best to post some funny stuff for you, okay? Thank you so much. I really appreciate your guys' attention, and I and, uh, hope you take care, all right? Thank you.